Remember, as you're enjoying this fabulous podcast of the radio show, you can also get the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast and Armstrong and Getty Extra Large, our long-form interviews, available via the iTunes podcast app and the iHeart app. To jump into with this more or less breaking news. So, do you know how it works? Nobody cares who's the governor of Virginia, by the way. I'm guessing only half of Virginians care who the governor is. I care now, though. I'll bet half of them didn't even vote. So, you only got half of the people in that state who cared was governor. Technically, the it's the Commonwealth, care. Jack. Back to you. But so, the governor uh, moonwalked his way into controversy with his blackface or Klan outfit. We don't know which. Then, the guy who was going to take his spot, the lieutenant governor, turns out. He's being accused of raping a woman, says he didn't. I don't know. So who's next in line in Virginia? It's the attorney general. And a picture just came out of him in college in blackface no, at a party. No, it didn't. Yes, it no, did. it didn't. What is going yes, on in did. Virginia? <laughs> the guy's name is Herring, if you're following the story. An oily fish, if ever there was one. But well, the, I'm telling you, I, who predicted this? Who was it? It was me. They're going to get down to the assistant postmaster of Virginia, if there was one. Some guy who makes fourteen fifty an hour. He's going to end up the governor because he'll be the first non-racist, non-rapist they can find. Well, this you got this whole blackface thing. I got This might sound amazing to Al Sharpton or whoever. I don't know. But if it turned out I once put black on me to portray somebody for something. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't. It wouldn't even stand out as a memory. No, because no. it wouldn't be that shocking to me. I, I, I'm sorry. I must step in. Anything different I'm a than, Did I ever have a wig on to be a woman in a play? Right. I, yeah. I don't know. I may have. Which brings us to not all women have vaginas, which is the big movement on college campuses now, and the absurdity of that will be dissected. Then I on, want my money back <laughs> on tomorrow's Armstrong and Getty show. That's I don't even switch. know what that meant, <laughs> but I, I. I <laughs> Absolutely. Fraud of some sort. I would like to disassociate myself from that comment without even knowing what it meant. Uh, (laughs) uh, But was he in blackface, the traditional mocking minstrel show makeup, or was he merely wearing makeup to appear darker skin? Was he wearing a costume, in effect, to portray someone? They're completely different. Right. That's, that's, you know, it's, it's so disingenuous. And so vicious, it just shows you the state of politics to appropriate the weight of something that was undeniably insulting and racist and put that weight onto something else just because it's kind of similar and people are not aware of the difference and then use that weight as a club to bash people's heads in politically speaking and all. That's immoral. That's rotten to equate, you know, some... Seriously, like teenager or young 20-something college kid who who can dance like Jacko, so put the makeup on, equating that with the minstrel shows of the Jim Crow era, that's so blanking unfair. I just, the words aren't strong enough. Well, I don't know this Attorney General's act, but uh, the governor, there's nobody has come forward with a single claim of him uh, being racist in any other way or any way at all. Oh, that reminds me. And I don't know, this might be the same with this attorney general. Yeah. We well, just have to decide, I guess, once and for all. So is this a disqualifying? You're, you're done no. with done with public life? It turns out you ever put on black makeup for some reason? Absolutely not. I have, well, and there are other examples, too. What if you said something that, that was strongly, quote, well, anti-gay marriage 25 years ago? I did. 30 years ago. 
Everybody did. So did Barack Obama. Actually, I knew a handful of gay people who did. Um, but, uh, right, and Hillary Clinton and, and, and the rest of them. Does that disqualify you from public service? And I have an absolutely fabulous uh, ed- editorial in front of me. Well, maybe we'll get to that in a second. I want to point this out. This is my favorite uh, Virginia governor meme. Um, it is, is dark and it is sarcastic, but I like it. How ironic to see the Virginia governor fighting to survive full term. Oof. That's, uh, that that is a dark there. joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's not meant to be a joke. It's a no. dark commentary. Um, so anyway, uh, whoops, why did that happen there? That's weird. Maybe um, we're asking the wrong question. If you were in college in 1980, maybe that disqualifies you from public service nowadays. How about that? <laughs> to have been in college at all. Well said, Positive Sean. Uh, uh, yeah, I have an editorial. Where the heck is it? Has anybody checked who is next in line after the Attorney General? How does that work? I think it's the Rick Perry guy, right? The designated survivor from the SOTU? <laughs> Alex Baldwin. You gotta, you're getting pretty far down the line to end up governor of a state, which is a big job. Yeah, it's it's funny. But this is... In, in People I, are starting to feel like old Northrop might survive this. Northam. Wh- I, you know, I, I half-jokingly predicted this, and uh, Eugene Volok, who I love, uh, wrote a great editorial about it, which I'm trying to re-dig up. I must have closed the uh, closed the window. But um, if this is the standard we are going with, if at any time in the last 40 years you did something that does not conform to the current media environment of what is acceptable, if that's our standard, there ain't nobody left. I became aware of this. I can't remember. And as we played a clip from a progressive yesterday who uh, threw out some statistics about real problems in Virginia. Um, Racial problems. Right. Whatever it was, what percentage of black kids are graduating high school or a variety of things. Right. Those are serious issues. Right. That you would think people would get outraged about. Nope. No, because they're hard. They're really hard. And you would say some stuff that people wouldn't want to hear. Why would you do that? Why would you wade into the complexity of that if you can get full credit for being a progressive by finding some dumbass who dressed up as Michael Jackson 30 years ago and crucify him instead? You get full credit for being racially aware. It's so phony. It's pathetic. It's cheap. Now, he does seem like a DA, as you so coarsely put it. I'm sorry. I have no filter. Based on his press conference the other day, but I don't think he's a racist, or I have no evidence that he is. Well, part of the thing that's interesting about the herring thing is just a couple the days... The man, not the oily fish. Correct. Uh, he said it is no longer possible for Governor Northam to lead our Commonwealth, and it's time for him to step down. He was saying because of this, right? You need to step down, and then whoopsie daisy, you got the exact same thing. Well, then that's Although, pretty hard to make your argument. Yeah, you know, again, it's probably worth throwing in that a lot of the outrage was because the late-term abortion stuff was so horrific, and and smart Democrats understood that they would have that hung around their neck for the next five election cycles in the same way that old Todd Aiken, I had to be reminded of his name, the Missouri uh, congressman who, who talked about, you know, women can't get pregnant from rape and all that stuff. I'm still hearing about that occasionally from progressives about Republicans. And so some of this outrage is manufactured for that reason. Um, but his but, stated argument was you can't be governor because of the blackface. Right. So right. And, and well, how that, do you go forward now? Right. If that further establishes that standard, how do you go forward? I I became aware in my younger life. I dealt with some political types, and 
and and, and all about. Shouldn't Apple. call it blackface. That's unfair because it's not blackface. It's not blackface, and and we're fighting way against the current. But we've spent right. our entire careers doing that. So why don't we? Uh, I, you know what? I'd rather be right than happy. Um, so, I'd rather be employed and wealthy. Well, that's... I'll, I'll say whatever I got to say. <laughs> well, that's you're not supposed to say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, thank you, yeah. Sean. That's remarkably <laughs> candid. Um, but I became aware that. Uh, a lot of the people in politics were the guys who in college knew they were getting into politics right. and crafted everything they did wow. to look good for politics. And who wants to hang around with that person? Well, you, <laughs> and, and so, you know, again, I got, no fun. I got one arm around Thomas Jefferson, the other uh, around uh, um, uh, James Madison at this point. Um, but how perverse is that? In contrast to the Founding Fathers' idea of citizen legislators who would represent the common people because they are the common people. Somebody who's not only a professional politician, but since they were lawfully, uh, practically a child in some cases, they've been designing their life to grab political power. Oh, I just find that repugnant. So a clip or two from the President's State of the Union address. So, I'm sorry, I failed to make the, the, to bring it home to the, the punctuation mark. So... The idea that we can only permit those who've never done anything the least bit risky or naughty or whatever, even when they were 19? Well, it wasn't even risky or naughty at the time. Well, right, exactly. And then, oh, yeah, you multiply that by applying today's standards. Uh, It's just, it's a, well, it is a standard that can't possibly endure. It would just, we would have nobody but but these disgusting, slick, since they were 14, I'm going to be, have political power people. You will end up with a weird pool to choose from for all political candidates. I wouldn't even pee in that pool, Jack. I don't want that pool. Once again, Joe working the course end of the conversation. Drain that pool. Never mind the swamp. Drain that pool. So 75% approval for the President's State of the Union address in the CNN and CBS poll. We'll play a little bit of that. Oh, man, do I have a headline that is revealing for you. Oh, it's unbelievable. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. All Americans can be proud that we have more women in the workforce than ever before. Don't sit yet. You're going to like this. And exactly one century after Congress passed the constitutional amendment giving women the right to vote, we also have more women serving in Congress than at any time before. Really? (laughs) That was a masterstroke. Yeah, so, um... 
So that Although was nice. It did and... feature a man mansplaining when a woman should stand up and sit down. Is that what happened? That's what happened. Yes. Uh, and you had the yes. women in white yes. uh, high fiving each other and everything like that. Although a lot of people were making the comment that the the women in Congress looked better in white than Governor Northam did. That's a regular <laughs> theme last night. I don't think he was the one in the hood. I think he was. No, no, no. no. The checkered pants prove it. He was the guy in the uh, black makeup. Okay. I'm telling you, that's um, my theory. Circumstantial. Back to the uh, women in the workforce thing. And um, fact check from NPR Politics, their tweet. Fact check. President Trump praised the record number of women in Congress, but that's almost entirely because of Democrats, not Trump's party, which does not alter the fact. That's not a fact check. <laughs> that's an editorial added on. That's unbelievable. Oh, my other favorite fact check. I think I printed it. Uh, where is it? There it is. From the New York Times. And listen, I realize I'm flogging this point, but I can't stop myself. Mr. Trump said that American troops have been fighting in the Middle East for almost 19 years. This is false. American troops deployed to Afghanistan on October 2001 to begin Operation Enduring Freedom. Blah, blah, blah. But Afghanistan is not technically considered part of the Middle East. It is in Southwest Asia. Wow. So do you think you're helping yourself doing that kind of a fact check? Oh, we really stuck it to Trump there. Or does it make people roll their eyes and think you're just out to demean the man? The United States invaded Iraq, which is in the Middle East, nearly 16 years ago. So, well, and as our our listener pointed out, um, so so we all check. just mean sand countries. Right. And okay, sure. Afghanistan's not as sandy as it is mountain li- mountainous. No. You po- okay? Let's pull Americans again. <laughs> Do you consider American troops in Iraq and Afghanistan as being troops in the Middle East? Fact, okay, fact, fine. Fact checking as a thing has sort of ceased to be that beneficial. Yes, it has jumped the shark, and, and of course. Uh, the waters of Afghanistan filled with sharks, to, to killer sharks. The people right behind Trump. To his right was an elderly woman chewing on her tongue? Yes. Is that what she was doing? Correct. Or the victim of a stroke. And I had friends seriously texting me, is Nancy Pelosi okay? Her face doesn't look right. Which is, you know, she's an older girl. What was so the chewing thing? A little unkind. She was constantly... Does she have a mint or do her teeth slide out every once in a while? She's a fan of having a mint in, I know. Uh, I'm. I have to chew gum during long, like speeches and movies and stuff. I gotta have some gum. If you I get very dry. If you knew you're on the camera. Oh, I'd I'd be very careful. And if you if you saw a video of you on camera like that, wouldn't you think, oh man, I've got to work harder at? Yes. Because it just it's a weird look. Yes. Yeah, I found. And when you walked in front of me, believe me, I wasn't impressed. I found it. <laughs> I found it distracting because she was constantly just. Her mouth doing all kinds of weird things. Yeah. On the other side, and I've got nothing against Mike Pence, but I got nothing for him either. <laughs> He's just a nothing. That's his act. His his I'm pleasant pleasantly engaged look is as innocuous as anything has ever been. Oh yeah. He could die of electrocution. <laughs> and when you found his body, he'd have that look on his face. I mean it's I just... think it's permanent. <laughs> Resting, pleasantly engaged face. <laughs> He's worked on it. Yeah. I'd say, just yeah. kind of not a smile, no, nothing. You can't assign anything to it. Right, right. Well, can you imagine the gig of being Trump's vice president as like an evangelical conservative, uh, famously polite and 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 gentlemanly, and the rest of it? He's had a heck of a job, and so he's he's hovered through it with that look on his face and that demeanor about everything he does. 
The uh, sitting and standing. It's actually quite skillful, even if it is, it's a little disturbing. And i got to get to that headline I mentioned. Okay. Uh, do we, we got time. Well, go ahead. The sitting and standing, I'm amazed at how many people aren't uh, don't have the courage of their convictions on the sitting or standing. Right. They stay, look around. they stay sitting for quite a while, and then, uh, there's enough people standing, I better stand. What a yeah. weird way to live your life. Well, at some point, I've had that, like, going to musical things or plays That's or whatever, and true. everybody starts to stand, and then I start to think, I look like a, it wasn't good activist now. Right, right. I guess I'll, yeah, so anyway. <laughs> All right, so listen to this. And, and, hey, we have a lot of friends at the Washington Post. We have them on the air all the time. We There are some really smart um, journalists there, some of whom we don't agree with much, but they're worth talking to because, well, because it's fun to talk to them. Um, but the editorial board is something else. Listen to this headline. This is their lead editorial. Trump's State of the Union gave us the same old polarizing demagoguery at great length. Polarizing demagoguery. CBS News poll of uh, a hell of a lot of Americans said, uh, looking ahead, the speech will do more to unite the country, 56%, divide the country, 8%. Seven times as many people said it was uniting as it was divisive. So one of the most important newspapers in the world agrees with 8% of the population. Correct. Which doesn't necessarily make them wrong. You're an outlier. You're sure to show where they're coming from. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Uh, high marks for President Trump's State of the Union, I should say more high marks. Yet another black eye for a top Virginia government official, and it turns out Corey's got a boo. So I'll have those stories coming up minutes from now. Corey's got a boo? Corey's got what a boo. What are we, boo. six years old? I'll stay tuned. I don't even uh, know what that new nonsense is. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Wrinkles in the Virginia governor story? Yeah, and a California angle as well that's really troubling. Okay. Well, let's get to the news and see where we are. All right. Day after President Trump's State of the Union. Poll numbers looking very strong this morning. Armstrong and Getty asking the Hoover Institution's Lonnie Chin, could he have scored, though, a bigger win? No, you can't. Given where we are in our political history, having just come through this really divisive shutdown, having uh, immigration be an issue that is so... Uh, bitterly divided on, on partisan lines, uh, for the president to be able to give a speech like that clearly was a, a, a big win for the White House, a big win for the president. But Chin is cautioning. Here's the problem, guys. You know, the news cycle moves so quickly, and we're going to be talking about something completely different, like maybe within a few minutes. Sure. So huh? how do you sustain this momentum? I think that's the question. You don't. Wow. Okay. Settles that. What's your next story, Marshall? I was just going to say, President Trump is heading out. He's going to host a Make America Great Again rally in El Paso, Texas on Monday, February 11th. Okay, Monday. I thought you were going to say today. No. Okay. No, he's heading out on that one. Virginia Democratic Attorney General Mark Herring is admitting he wore blackface at a college party in 1980. So, wait a second. Herring, he's the third in line after the late-term abortion jacko imitator governor and the maybe rapist lieutenant governor. Yes. Who's denying it up and down. So, Herring... So, third in line who said Northam's gotta go for his blackface. Turns out he wore black makeup in college also. The the fourth in the line of succession would be the Speaker of the House of Delegates, 
uh, according to the Virginia rules and regulations, I guess state constitution or something there. Uh, notable, the first three guys, the guys that we've mentioned, are all Democrats. Yes. This fourth guy would be a Republican. And he, he used to enjoy seal clubbing trips. <laughs> Ran a puppy mill. <laughs> right. Um, listen to this, would you? Now, yeah. the latest story, and, and we're following this mostly because it's become so absurd, is that the, uh, the lieutenant governor, whose name is Fairfax, yes. yeah. who was accused of sexually assaulting a woman in 04, yeah. she's an academic... Uh, at Stanford or yes, in California? Yeah. Stanford, of all places. Um, they both denies- agreed to a one night, well, they had sex one night. Right. She says she was raped. He says it was consensual. Right. And, Sean, what's that story you have very briefly? So, in a meeting, I believe this was on Monday evening, it is being reported that he referenced her as saying F that B in a dismissive way. His people, That's dismissive. Yeah, his people are now out saying, no, no, I was there, absolutely did not happen. But this story just keeps getting more and more strange. Now, well, so who, who first reported that he did say blank that blank? Uh, there was an NBC News guy and one other person who were citing that as, I, as uh, being... So, following Ben Shapiro's Twitter feed, and he referenced it, so it's out there. I could picture a guy saying that. So listen, you got that story out there in all its, uh, you know, uh, permutations. I almost used a different expression, which would have been terrible. Um, I wish Alyssa Milano were here. <laughs> Actually, I don't. I'm really grateful she's not. I find her just insufferable. But you got to believe the woman. We must believe the victims. It's time to believe the victims. Over and over and over, we heard it. All right, here's a black Democrat about to be dragged down, and it's utterly unclear whether we should believe the victim. Encinitas, California. It's in the San Diego area, for those not familiar. A judge just sentenced a woman to a a short term in county jail and three years of probation because she falsely accused former state assembly candidate Phil Graham of sexual misconduct. She accused him of forcibly groping and kissing her. Uh, I want Jack to hear this. I'm listening. Accused Graham of forcibly groping and kissing her against her will after a night of drinking. Turns out she's not only a crackpot, um, but uh, video and then witness testimony and everything is so completely unmade her story that now she's going to jail for making false accusations. I'm not saying it's half the time. I'm not saying it's 10% of the time. But anybody who's lived a little knows there's crazy. there are crazy chicks out there who will make stuff up, who will try to hurt a guy by accusing him of something utterly unspeakable. Sometimes it happens in a divorce. Ask Ivana Trump. Um, sometimes it's an accusation of child molestation in a bitter divorce, which is an unspeakable crime to commit. Um, both to to do it or to accuse somebody falsely of it. There are women who make this stuff up, and and it's an awful thing to do. So okay, I agree with that one hundred percent. And uh, this uh, this lieutenant governor of Virginia may Fairfax, have, right? He may have, which is confusing. I know. Um, it's as if the governor of Illinois' name was Chicago. She may be a nut job, and they did have a one-night stand that was perfectly consensual. But if he said F that B, as is now being reported by NBC News, it's got enough credibility that NBC News is reporting it. Is he done because of that? If, if I were looking at it as a news pundit, I'd say, yeah, that's too much. Looking at it as a human being, this guy's about to become governor. He did nothing wrong. If, if this is true. 
And this woman, for whatever reason, is accusing him of a horrifying crime. Oh, yeah, I would say that. Unjustifiably. I would say that. He lost his head and he, he, he especially some of his entities. I don't even think you need to lose your head. If I'm in a room with you guys, yeah. who I work with and I'm right. friends with, right. I would say that and not think twice about it. Right. And then when it gets out, I'd wonder who put that out there. But right. yeah, I would say that out loud. Yeah, I remember her. We had a couple of drinks and then we went blah, blah, blah. Mike that blank. Right. Saying that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I can believe he said that, but I'm I'm not sure you survived that in the hashtag mm-hmm. me too. The only reason we're talking about this, again, I don't care who's the governor of Virginia, but so the top guy, the whole clan thing, the moonwalking thing, he can't. Everybody's calls him to go. No one's the support. Second guy might be a rapist. Well, and the F that B. Right. The, the third guy, black makeup at a college party also, He's who done. who said that that's disqualifying for the top guy. Right. So we're done. What do we know about the Speaker of the Assembly again? Do we know they're a Republican? I made, oh, well, that's unforgivable. (laughs) (laughs) I made up the seal club thing. I think if this guy or gal, they let women be in government now. Um, if, If this guy or gal has any sins, put them out right now. You might just end up drawing straws in Virginia. Bodie McBoatface will be the Govy <laughs> McGovface will be the the governor. Wow! There's no way to run a Commonwealth. Wow! You wouldn't think you'd have to go three, four deep before you can find somebody that can survive. <laughs> well, and I tell you what, with all due respect to some of the some, but not all of the accusations in play here, some of which are terrible. As a guy who thinks the whole social justice warrior uh, grievance society, call-out society, which we've talked about, is just, it's cannibalistic, it's unhealthy, it's sick, it's unsustainable. As somebody who believes that, having it play out in front of my eyes is just delightful. Well, I think what's going to happen is uh, now that you did number two and number three are compromised. I think number one stays. I think he just weathers the storm. No way. My money's on number four. <laughs> One William James Howell. Howell, yes. Hmm. Sounds a little patrician. A little old, a little white, a little, a yes, little yes. black makeup at a frat party-ish. <laughs> I own several slaves. <laughs> own I'm I can't be... The governor didn't. Well, didn't somebody involved in this? Wasn't it disclosed that their family did own slaves? I think it was the governor back in the day. Obviously, well, but, you shouldn't be held to account for that. Well, no, no. But people are in social justice warrior society. That's disqualifying, which is why it's so much fun to watch it unravel. All right, there you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> I didn't even figure out who, like, my great-great-grandfather was until last year. I'm supposed to take on his sins? (laughs) What? (laughs) And he never heard of me. So come on. Come on! Come on! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is just so rich, though. God, I'll tell you what. If this number four guy has got something, that's going to be... I don't know where we are then. They just got to have a new election. Or something. I don't know. Or just not have a governor for a while. We gotta kick them all out. Start from scratch. That's right. the only way we can with fix newborn it. babies yeah. who have no yeah, record really. whatsoever. He is like a little baby. What if he dressed up in an Indian headdress? 
as part of some, uh, 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 what the hell were the, uh, the Macho Men guys? The village people. Right. He dressed up in a village people act as an 18-year-old. He's out. Who's <laughs> that? You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Anybody that ever dressed up as the village people back in the 70s, you're probably... Well, if, you're well, if you drew the Indian, you're in trouble. Yeah, if you dressed as a construction worker, you're fine. Or if you're a white guy and you dressed as the cop and went for realism and went with the dark makeup, you're, you're screwed. But You can be a construction worker or a cowboy. Certainly. Yeah. It depends on which side of the party, like which party you're running for. If I was the, the cop guy, I could be called out, he's too pro-cop. Right? Good one. So, uh, more on the ridiculous Virginia race here in just a second, but we are just watching this video of this law enforcement weapon that's becoming more popular called the Bola Wrap. Have you seen this? Where you, f- it's a, it's like something Batman had. You have this little gun and it fires a rope at somebody and wraps them up. Oh, I heard about it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, watch this video. I got to get one for my kids. <laughs> there, there's when a, they're getting out of control. There's some good camera work. Okay, there we go. And all of a sudden, what the what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're just wrapped up in a rope, like like literally, like something you saw in a Batman show. That was like a uh, high school kids video project where the edit was too fast. Yeah. It the guy pushes the button and the guy is immediately enveloped in a rope and can't move his arm. The Riddler, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um. So we're down to number four in Virginia. It looks like and counting. Governor uh, dressed as a KKK or something. Second guy uh, accused of uh, non-consensual sex and said, F that B, in a meeting. So he's done. Number three uh, also wore blackface at a party in college. After calling for the governor to step down for wearing blackface in college. So we're down to number four. Right. Uh, the Speaker of the Assembly. Or, or or not. But I think what we're seeing here, and this is inevitable. I think everybody smart knows this is coming. As we move into a world where everybody's entire life is documented on video somewhere. Yes. I mean, we're about to have people running for office that grew up in the smartphone era, and all your high school and college shenanigans are out there somewhere. So we've got to move past these disqualifying events. I mean, or we will literally have nobody who can run. Uh, right. You know, I do know some people who are I guess pure not of literally. heart and... Yeah, but well, it'd be pretty close to literally. near. Not not enough people to have a, a, any functioning democracy. Right. Or, or it, our democracy will be something we don't intend. Because I know plenty of people who are pure of mind and heart and activity from the time they were young. Generally, they're they're very religious people, and they're brought up that way, and they got no dirt. Um, on the other hand, I don't want that to be an absolute requirement to be in public service. I mean, I know some... People who are, are, are among the best people I've ever known in my life who got into youthful hijinks. I mean, come on. Well, how about if you're just going to leave it at um, uh, jo- inappropriate jokes? Oh, come on. We live in a world where if you laughed at an inappropriate joke or at a party. condemn it. Right. You can be in trouble. So. Yeah, yeah, but, but I think we'll I think we'll get there. Well, I think we're working through it right now in Virginia. Right. I think everybody's going to at some point say, okay, we can't go back. 40 years to one thing and say you can't be in office. I mean, we're going to have to get past that. Particularly if everybody who is sober 
agrees that at the time it was no big deal. Well, not being sober at the time it would regularly be a problem. With those, <laughs> I can't imagine having YouTube videos floating around from parties I was at when I was in college. Can't even imagine that. But it happens now. Right. Right. Oh, boy. And they weren't even particularly... Give me a moment to get over what could have been. (laughs) In my lifetime, there will be a president with nudes available on the Internet. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Wow. From some texting... You will be able to see... You'll be able to see the president's junk. That will become a requirement. Finally. <laughs> because it'll be like it'll be like the, the tax things before uh, before something. No, we need to see what's no, going on. We we will elect a president who once sent a picture of his genitals to his girlfriend yes. in college. One hundred percent. And they're or, out there. Or a, a woman who was drunk in college and lifted up her top. Imagine on, that. On a balcony in New Orleans on and, a, Exactly. Or a spring break and some idiot took a picture. Right. Um of course, that idiot is practically everybody now. Sure. But, uh, you know, we'll work through this thing. I think we'll be fine. I, it's hilarious to watch Virginia falling all over itself. But what are you going to do? Huh? Well, you're right. We are going to have a president. With nudes. With nudes. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to oh. actively avoid seeing <laughs> our naked president. Bringing, <laughs> bring, uh, bringing a, a bunch of this together. Did you hear about the story of the uh, the the young woman in college at uh, UNC Greensboro, University of North Carolina, she had a running joke that she had a ghost in her closet because there are kind of weird noises at times, and she couldn't find her clothes and stuff like that. And it was a joke with her and her friends until they discovered the dude who'd been hanging out and semi living in her closet and wearing her clothes. Some weirdo. Was in there, ooching about, and uh, and was indeed wearing her clothes and stuff. I mean, that's that's like the, the the call came from inside the house. I mean, it's practically that. Luckily, nothing terrible happened. Other than this poor gal is probably going to be a little freaked for the rest of her life. Yeah, long Anytime time. a floor creaks, you know, in her oh, house, that'd be awful. It'd be a long time oh, before you could ever get kid. to sleep. Yeah. So um, so she had this running joke, but. Um, on Saturday, she finally confronted her ghost after hearing something unmistakable rattling in her closet. Who's in there? She recalled asking. Alex Baldwin. I'm asking that question with a gun in my hand. Well, yeah, she pressed against the closet door, realizing a spirit wasn't responsible for the sounds. My name. Oh, my name's Drew, the man's voice replied. <laughs> oh, it's just me. She tried making an, uh, an emergency call to her Apple Watch to no avail. The man was pushing. She relented when he promised he wouldn't harm her. Yeah. It's but, a tough one. Quote, I open the door and he's in there wearing all of my clothes, my socks, my shoes. He has a book bag full of my clothes. Whoa. Freaky. It's yes, I like that. I really I like that. Rock. That one is great. Yes. Get them to do the halftime show. <laughs> Here's your host, <laughs> Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody to wrap things up. Hey, Michelangelo, what's your final thought? Yeah, I just got a call from the Virginia government. Apparently, I'm number 141 on the list. But, guys, you better move on to 142. My youthful hijinks will disqualify me. <laughs> Freshen up your resume, Michael. Marshall Phillips, your final thought. Well, I want to assure you I have destroyed any and all potentially embarrassing Matthew Brady daryotypes, later etchings, and fairly recent Polaroids from my past. Wow. Uh, but positive, Sean, final thought. Yes, by my calculations, there were at least 30 minutes worth of applause breaks 
during the show two last night. There has got to be a way that they can film this and put out a, an edit of it without the applause breaks in right. it. Yes, please. Time is money, people. Jack, would you like to share a final thought with us? I know there's a chunk of the country and 90% of the media that think it's just a given that Trump can't be reelected. <laughs> his speech last night and 75% approval in the polls uh, for his speech. Absolutely, you're crazy if you think he can't be reelected. Uh, I'm not saying he will, but he's definitely got a shot. Correct. Uh, my final thought is, once again, I've never seen such a stark, obvious, and undeniable divide between what the talking heads of American media said about the SOTU and the reaction of the people who watched it. It was astonishing. Eight times as many people found it uniting as divisive, but the headline was, Divisive Speech from Trump. Right. Makes you scratch your head, and it reinforces something we've said for ages. Trust your own judgment. Trust your friend's judgment. Your your honey, your uh, your kids, whatever. Y'all are right. Not the, right. the media super elite. And that's why so many people dismiss the media. So you're doing yourself harm by writing those headlines because now nobody's going to listen to you. Right. Armstrong and Getty, we're uh, wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Email us. What do you think? Something we ought to be talking about? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That's the address. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Mr. President, your speech was so good last night. Armstrong and Getty.